chance to look at it through other people's eyes. Take some time and reflect on what you believe in your soul. Cause that is the key to life. You gotta let the negativity go. Hello and welcome back to the What the Fox podcast with your hosts, Lindsay Fox and Amber Ross. Today, we're going to be talking about Mother's Day. And for many, it's just a blip on the radar. For some, it's an incredibly painful reminder of grief and loss. And, you know, for others, it's a special time. And that is A-OK. The societal messages don't always acknowledge the harder topics. So that's what we're going to focus on today in an effort to bring light to things that society doesn't typically focus on. Right, right. And I'm actually really glad that we're covering this episode because we are kicking off Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, the month of May, where mental health matters. And especially when we throw in Mental Health Awareness Month with Mother's Day being in the same month. I mean, we have to hold space for that. And so I do think that this is an appropriate time to really hold space for the loss and grief that can come with Mother's Day that we don't often acknowledge as a society. So, you know, that might look like an estranged mother from their child, Mm -hmm. uh, child from their mother. It could look like um, those who have lost a mother or lost a child or have been unable to bear children. Um, And also just, you know, holding space and acknowledging all of the foster mothers, the adoptive Mm -hmm. mothers, the stepmothers, the grandmothers, and people who are assuming roles of, of legal guardians or mentors who are very maternal in nature to support people who maybe don't have moms in their lives. Um, There's, you know, there's mom is so much more than just this one uh, thing that we kind of look at on a Hallmark card, so to speak. (laughs) What, you mean Hallmark's not real? That's not real life. (laughs) Well, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a great, uh, you know, card and TV channel. If you just want to for sure stay in a false reality, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) details. Yes. So um, just in general, I think it's, you know, not everyone who wants to be mothers get to become mothers Mm. and not all mothers who have children really want to be mothers. And that's okay. Take Uh, that's okay too. I mean, we, we see you too. Um, And I think that it's just kind of holding um, the awareness that It is okay to not be okay on Mother's Day. And since we are approaching Mother's Day pretty soon, I think today's episode should really center on um, what can you do as someone who is anticipating Mother's Day, where Mother's Day might be really um, uh, kind of a triggering holiday where it is uh, a time of grief and can kind of bring up some, some sadness. Um, So what can you do? And then, you know, maybe you're the friend or family loved one or what have you, who knows someone who really struggles with this. And, you know, how can you support the person who's navigating it? So that's what our goal is for today's episode. Um, And, you know, one thing I just want to comment on is that for those who are in this position, uh, navigating the, the sadness and the grief and loss associated with Mother's Day, Um, know that you have been through painful things and you have survived 100% of the hardest days of your life. And so you will survive this Mother's Day. This Mother's Day will not be any different in that sense. You will survive it. You will get through it. Um, And we're here to guide you through that process. Absolutely. And it's okay. Like in that same breath, it's okay to freaking feel your feels, right? Like don't put on a happy face to benefit the people around you and pretend that everything is okay. 
if and when it is not. It is okay to be human and to have feelings and to not express or experience a holiday like society tells us we should. Yep. Yeah. And so we're going to go through the the top six things that you can, you know, what you can do in order to um, prepare for Mother's Day. And so that really starts with number one, anticipating and preparing. So anticipating and preparing means, you know, recognize that this holiday is coming up, um, make plans for how you want to spend the day and make sure that you're doing it in a way that is nourishing yourself. So in other words, self-care, uh, make sure yes. that you are, you know, doing something that helps you just be enmeshed in the moment of whatever that is. Maybe you treat yourself to a massage. Um, but just making sure that you are putting yourself in a position to not get caught off guard by the day. And you're doing something that just really nourishes your soul and what you need for that, that day. When I would even add on to that, Lindsay, I think that's such a good point. Um, I would encourage folks to communicate that to the folk, to the people in their trusted circle, right. To not just have in your brain that I'm going to anticipate this, but take it that step further and share with someone who is a a trusted member of your circle to make sure that you have a partner in that and that you have somebody who knows what you're going through. Because so often when we're dealing with hard things and when we're experiencing um, this challenge, we suffer in silence. And I think that that is, it takes a lot of your power away and it puts Mm -hmm. a lot of your energy into that um, internal space instead of allowing other people to step into that with you. That is so, so true. Um, just that suffering and silence, I think, is one that uh, we we as women as a whole have been conditioned uh, to suffer in silence because, um, you know, we're, we're supposed to juggle all the things and still smile, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is also bullshit, but that's yes. okay. <laughs> yes, that is a topic for another day. Um, but <laughs> But yes, do not suffer in silence. Speak up. And, you know, we've talked about this before. It's not your, your job to necessarily tell the world and involve everybody in your every thought, but hopefully you have at least one person in your corner that you can confide in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so moving on to number two, uh, in terms of what you can do, it's be good to yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, by that, and these are the little things I like, I like number two, because it's really just kind of acknowledging the little things that you can do. So maybe taking a, a step away from social media, maybe, you know, turning off your phone if that's what you need to do. Um, maybe creating some time to go take a, a hike somewhere or contact that friend that you've reached out to just to kind of say, hey, I need someone to just sort of hold space for me today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think just, you know, making sure that you are Um, Being kind to yourself and giving yourself a little grace and compassion is very important. I agree. And I would add on to that, you know, if you need alone time, if that is your recharge methodology, don't feel guilty about taking that alone time. I know Mm -hmm. um, for me, one of the things that I've expressed to my family is that I would like a little bit of time that's quiet and by myself and just peaceful because Sometimes you just need to think. And in order to have a coherent thought, you have to be by yourself. So I encourage you, don't feel guilty about that because even, even in expressing that to my family, I felt guilt pangs because um, I'm a mom and I love my kids and I love my mom and I love you know all of the things, but I do want that alone time and I do want that recharge time. 
Um, yeah. so I'm releasing that guilt and I encourage you to as well. Good for you. Mm. you. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that because truly, I mean, that's, you know, Mother's Day. So much of the times we think of, uh, you know, breakfast in bed and it turns out, I don't want to (laughs) be right. You don't want to eat. You don't want to eat food in your bed. I crumbs in my bed. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's just, you know, you have sticky fingers, little kids all over. And it's just like, you know, maybe for Mother's Day, you, you, that is the gift that you need is to just be left alone for the day. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. There's nothing wrong with that. I know we digressed a little bit, but every time someone talks about um, breakfast in bed, I cringe. So thank you for calling that out because um, (laughs) for my family that is listen, please, please do not, (laughs) please do not serve breakfast in bed. (laughs) That's okay. Hey, listen, that's a, that's another part of this whole process, right? Stating your needs. Like (laughs) maybe that's not what you want and that's okay. No, thank you. So in terms of like other things that we can do um, for number three of the six, it's avoiding the card store. I know that we I kind of cracked a joke about Hallmark, but seriously, yep. avoid yeah. the aisle in the grocery store where mm. there's cards, you know, or maybe don't go to the floral section where all the balloons and cards are. Maybe that's a painful reminder that you just really yeah. prefer to stay away from. You're just trying to get through this weekend and that's okay. Absolutely. And you know what, if you do need a card for someone or you want to have a card for someone, make it, make one at home instead of buying one from the store. Because if that, if going down that aisle of putting yourself in that situation is going to cause, um, discomfort and harm to you, then that homemade card is so much more powerful in that case. Yeah. Or and it'll, I, mean, your family I like homemade anyway. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. I mean, why do you have right. to do it? Somebody else can do it too. <laughs> or like, there's this fun thing called Amazon where you order things and then they just come straight to your house. <laughs> yes. There's that too, which actually, you know, that's a, that's actually the other part is number four is in terms of, um, purchasing gifts, um, you know, pass that on to someone else, delegate that task to someone else, right? If it's something where you and your siblings chip in every year to buy mom a gift or whatever, just like, you know, pass over a few dollars to your siblings, let them deal with it. Um, (laughs) or if, if maybe your spouse, you know, you're supposed to get something for your mother-in-law or something like that, make your husband or your spouse or make them do it. Like just, just don't assume the responsibility, if it's just going to be one of those things that gets you upset. Absolutely. And you know what? Not all moms want gifts for Mother's Day. Some of them quality time or quiet time is gift enough. So I don't think, I know society tells us all the time for every holiday, like she who brings the biggest gift wins. Um, that's not, that, that is not the case in real life, at least not for people whose love language is not receiving gifts. Right. So know your, know yeah. your love language and the love languages of others. Yeah. And again, it's okay. I mean, well, actually this leads right into number five, which is, I was going to say, it's okay to say no, which that's number five of six, (laughs) which is like, it's okay to say no, say no, if you need to. I think that's another thing that for mother's day, we often, we often are, you know, feeling like you have to do something. You have to do, um, the thing where there's some kind of obligation to attend a brunch or to go to a gathering of some kind. It's okay if you don't want to go. Just say no. Mm-hmm. Why, no is know, a complete why, sentence. That's right, girl. No is no is a complete sentence. So it's like, why subject yourself around um, toxic people or places or things during a time that's already really uncomfortable and hard? Um, and this is where it, it ties back to what we said earlier about being good to yourself. Um, 
you know, take the time that you need just to just to breathe and give yourself permission to just get through one minute, one hour at a, at a time until you can move through that holiday that, you know, and whatever grief it is triggering for you. Um, because oftentimes I think when we when we kind of force ourselves to um, attend these obligated events or uh, what have you associated with Mother's Day, um, there's a lot of people that might not understand the loss or the grief that you're navigating. Mm. And when we surround ourselves with people who maybe don't know about the grief or don't know how to respond to the grief, um, it can be very invalidating for a person to experience that. And, and it can really just kind of compound the grief. Um, yeah. So I think that is true. And I'm, well, I'm trying to formulate a coherent thought right now, but <laughs> it's, there's so much pressure to perform, especially when it comes to structured holidays and gatherings like this. And there's so much mm -hmm. that we change about ourselves to try to help other people feel more comfortable. And we don't often take the time to recognize the damage it's doing to us. So something right. we didn't cover, which I think does belong at the top of the list is taking the time to understand what you want, what recharges you and what you need. And that, um, learning to say no is part of that, taking your power back and taking back control of your life in essence. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think that's really where, you know, anticipating and preparing really goes into identifying mm. what are your needs, you know, what are your needs and how can you attend to those needs and how can you state those needs for others to ensure like the expectation setting piece is there. Um, because ultimately, and this is what brings us to the last one, which is number six, which is grief is not linear. It doesn't mm. look any one way. And we as human beings, we're all so different and we all have different needs and things, um, you know, the way that that grief appears for some might look different for others. Um, it can come out in the form of, you know, appearing sad, angry, um, irritable. Maybe you, maybe it's just not a good idea for you to be around people. And that's okay, too. Maybe it's safer for everyone. That is okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's true. It's absolutely true because yeah. it brings up so many different emotions. And sometimes we don't even know what kind of emotions it's going to bring up. I mean, particularly when you think about loss, um, you know, pregnancy loss, um, or just there's so many pieces that come into that where um, maybe people don't know about that. And maybe it's not mm -hmm. something you're comfortable sharing and that's okay as well. It's just, but it's understanding it's okay for you to grieve in the same moment that you might be having gratitude toward another child that you have and your own, you know, relationship with your mom or what have you. So, um, I just think it's important to, to be very gentle with yourself and understand that there's no perfect way to navigate grief. And as we age and time goes on and what have you, um, it presents in different ways as well. You know, the grief evolves with us. Absolutely. And it's 100%. I think you said this, it's not linear. It doesn't look the same for every person. And it's not, mm -hmm. I think so often people, um, you know, maybe from a well-meaning space, maybe from a good heart, um, encourage you to get on with it and, you know, move mm -hmm. to the next step and release the grief. And, you know, everybody walks through that path different and there's no one path that is right for every person. Right. So if you are grieving something that happened yesterday, that happened 50 years ago, that is still relevant and it is still something that you can hold space for. 
That's right. And honestly, Amber, I feel like this is when we talk about kind of the next section here of like, you know, if you know someone who navigates this, mm. what, how can you be a support? Um, I feel like you are a, such a wonderful friend in this capacity because on, on in my personal life, and while this is not something I typically talk about, but I'm uh, quite estranged from my family and um, I am estranged from my own mother. So when I think about Mother's Day, it is a, it's a really sad day for me. Mm. And it's not something I'm ashamed to say or to talk about, but it's one of those things that I've learned over the years that I need to express out loud to someone who's in my life, a close friend or someone that, you know what, Mother's Day is actually one of the hardest holidays of the year for me. And I just need you to know that. And so then mm -hmm. that means when I put that out to my friend group or someone who, you know, can, can, be there for me in the way that I need. If I say, Hey, Amber, I just need you to know that I know that you're going to be that friend that can show up or send me a text or say, Hey, you're welcome to come by, come by, come over. Um, and that's the kind of thing where I feel like I think we need more friends, family members, loved ones, or what have you to have the awareness of how to respond to people that might be in need and maybe don't always know how to articulate that need. But if you have the awareness that there's some kind of grief or loss going on, at least you can kind of do some of these things that we'll be talking about um, to support that individual. Absolutely. And thank you for saying that. I, I try. I think um, <clears throat> I heard a quote this week that um, I think it was a Mother Teresa quote that was saying something to the effect of if we all cleaned our front steps, the whole world would be clean. And something I approach in friendships, if I keep my quote unquote front step, so my friendship, my communication open, if I keep that as a safe space, then that helps others to have those same safe spaces. So mm -hmm. absolutely encourage everybody, like reach out to the people, you know, are struggling in a way that is healthy. And, you know, we'll talk through some of that as well. I think, um, how you can support those people and what that might look like. Right. I mean, well, you kind of hit the nail on the head because I mean, just of, of the three things that we were going to touch on today is the first, the first item is listen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. It's like, listen without judgment. Um, you know, we all have our own stories. We all have our own skeletons in our closet. We all have our own reasons for doing things. Um, you know, and, and my reasons for, you know, why I might be estranged from certain family members, I have my reasons for it. And so I would really, you know, what is helpful for me is to have a friend that can listen without judgment if I need to talk mm -hmm. it out. Um, and that's something that I would encourage anyone to do is, you know, just, just be present with them. And if they don't feel like talking about it, that's okay too. That's all right. They don't have to talk about the thing. Um, well, and it all comes down to the way we process information. Some mm -hmm. of us process it by talking through it. Some of us process it by journaling. Some of us process it by crying. You yeah. know, it just, there's lots of methodologies for dealing with stressful situations. Yeah. And yeah. I can assure you that none of them involve enforcing your beliefs and your, um, your nature on other people, because the listening we're as a society, we don't do a good job of that. It's immediately. And I, like, I have the gut instinct, you know, you've got a problem. I want to fix it because I love you and I want to help you. Um, but well, you're going right into number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, you don't have to, to take that it. step back. Don't try to fix it. Don't yeah. for goodness sakes, if someone's estranged from their parent or their mother, don't force them to call that mom. Like while you have an outside opinion or perspective or whatever of this situation, and you may be well-meaning, 
that is not your business and that is not your place. Right. And it's just, you know, don't, don't minimize their experience. So I definitely yes. agree in terms of, um, you know, when, whenever we say don't force them to, but even like baiting them on or pressuring them to, right. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, to say, oh, well, it's mother's day. You know, you really should call your mom. You never know how much time they have left. You know, you don't want to regret this thing. I mean, I have heard everything under the sun over the years of, you know, why I should do this thing. And at the end of the day, I'm a real, I mean, I, I firmly believe that we need to practice what we preach. And, you know, if there's one thing that I do speak about very frequently to my coaching clients, um, to my clients in the context of therapy, it's that boundaries teach people how to treat us. And if, if there is a historical pattern at play where um, your boundaries are not respected and you're not feeling seen or heard in the way that you need to, to have optimal functioning with your own wellness and mental health. I don't care who you are. Uh, I'm, I have to protect my personal peace and that's my decision. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I, I have made peace with that. And there's really not anyone that can shame me out of that decision making. Um, and so, you know, I think having a friend who can be present and not try to fix it, right? Because it, mm. it's, it's, you know, you're not, you're not going to fix it. In fact, it'll just be, you know, trying to impose your will on another person is essentially what that, what that is. And while people can be very well-meaning, um, oh my goodness, it can be incredibly, um, um, what's the word? What's the word? I wanted to say um, invalidating, condescending, yes. uh, over just like so, so many things. The word that came to my mind was disheartening, right? Because like, this is someone who's obviously in your inner circle, someone that you've confided in. And it's a, it's a crossing of a boundary that is disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And, and even hear me out, even if it comes from a good place and you want that person to repair that relationship, not all relationships can be repaired and being in the mindset of protecting your peace and drawing that hard line to say, Hey, you know what? This was toxic. This is not good for me you, my friend need to respect my decision because I've already made peace with it. So like you can either jump on my bus with me or, you know, the bus is leaving without you. Yeah. And like, that's, absolutely. that's harsh, but <laughs> it's true. It's, yeah, it's true. We all have our own needs. And so I, I you know, it's not, it's not our job to judge others in mm -hmm. that sense. Um, or just in general, but, yeah, I was going to um, say just it's not our job to judge other people, period. <laughs> right. But especially, you know, whenever it comes to, to Mother's Day and then, of course, there's Father's Day that follows suits. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, we all have our own way of navigating hardships. And it, and it's okay to just let people be sad, which is actually the, the last thing, um, you know, in terms of uh, what how a friend can support someone who's going through this. It's just let the person feel their feelings. <laughs> It's important. We often, I think what I'm learning in, um, at this point in my life is that when people experience emotions, we try to like shove them down because emotions make us uncomfortable as humans, mm -hmm. um, which is baffling, but I see it in my children and I see it like in other people noticing my children yeah. and trying to modify their behavior. And I'm like, Hey, emotions are normal. Emo like feel your feels because that is your body, your mind, your brain, your heart, everything sharing data yeah. with you. So shoving it under the rug, pretending it's not there, not allowing yourself to feel them 
is not honoring what your body, your, what your system is telling you. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I think that's, you know, when we kind of get back into, we want to get back into like the psych side of stuff, which I definitely don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now, but. <laughs> but oh, come you know, on. It could be fun. <laughs> oh, it could be fun, but my gosh, it, it's a, it's a, we will totally end up in a, a another episode. Um, <laughs> but it really does go down that, that pathway of thinking if you were raised, I mean, this comes back you want to get into sure. parenthood if you were raised to kind of suppress your emotions or put your needs on the back burner so that you can attend to someone else's um, and then you then have a friend or family member or loved one who aims to support you during a challenging time or for the upcoming holiday or mother's day um, and then that friend or loved one or family member is then doing the exact same thing that your parent did which is you know encouraging you to just smile it'll be fine just pretend or this that and the other. face and just, it till you make it right that whole that whole thing <laughs> you know i feel like that that saying has um it's it has its place in the world and it's not this one <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not appropriate. You cannot fake one. emotions. I, no, you can't. And I mean, just, like I said it tongue in cheek, right? Like I said well, it with a heavy dose of sarcasm. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. I, I mean, I will argue, actually, there is there is essentially research that supports that faking it till you make it actually does help in the context of certain elements of depression. So I don't want to totally say it, it's not effective. But I will say that in the context of being a friend or family member, who is trying to support someone navigating um, loss and grief mm. over this over Mother's Day or any kind of holiday? Um, just letting someone feel their feelings instead of making comments like "Don't be sad," "Don't be right. mad," and kind of you know telling someone how they should or shouldn't feel. That's kind of what I mean by by that piece because it's like then of course you don't want to impose that idea of you should fake it to make me feel more comfortable because yes. I'm uncomfortable with your sadness. <laughs> yes, um, that's actually know. a really good point. You're you're spot on per usual that. It's hard. And I know I don't want this to come across as like, we're saying people are bad for trying to help their friends. And, you know, we've all made missteps in friendships. We've all said things that came across incorrectly. We've all said things that hurt people that we care about. Our goal here today is to help you sort of correct those moving forward and to have a different perspective of how to approach and navigate a if you are the one experiencing this, if you are the one going through and dealing with that tough season coming up to Mother's Day, um, and if you are in the inner circle, trusted circle of someone who is experiencing that. So I don't want, I don't want this episode to make you um, hold on to anger, frustration, um, and regrets for how you've done things in the past, but maybe it helps you to make amends. Maybe it helps you to open different communication lines with those people that you've had experiences with and had conversations with. And hopefully moving forward, you will look at those conversations differently. I just, I know this is very heavy and I want to hold space for that. And I also want people to know that like, sometimes we mess up. We are humans. Like we do not handle situations perfectly every time. And that like, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> like Lindsay, I know I've said things to you sometimes and I'm like, hmm, that didn't, um, hold on. 
rewind, Re- rewind. I need to, I need a do over. <laughs> that one didn't come out right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just life. I don't think, I mean, we all, we all have our own screw ups. That's completely yes. fine. But yeah, I think the idea is just to kind of acknowledge the fact that um, with, with Mother's Day being a holiday that so many people, as you said at the beginning, it's like a blip on the radar for some, you don't like a lot of people don't even, I know it sounds bad to say that, but doesn't, they don't even give it too much thought because it's just like, oh, it's Mother's Day on Sunday. This is our tradition. We always go out to brunch. We do this thing and then it's over. Yeah, um, it's just one more thing. <laughs> yep. One more thing on the to-do list. Um, and some people kind of feel like that about other holidays as well, whether it be Father's Day, Independence Day, or traditions of a memorial holiday. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. But I think it's just important to remember that not everyone has the same experience, right? As I just, sorry, as I just said this out loud, I'm thinking Independence Day, right? I mean, we love fireworks and all that stuff. Well, how are, how are our veterans with PTSD handling that? You know, right. so it's just, right. I can think about so many different scenarios about how holidays, um, they sit differently with different people because our experiences, uh, you know, they come with us. You know, we have our foundation and our accrued experiences and that that develops so much of how we view the world and how we um, respond to the world around us. So it's just a matter of having some awareness as we enter this. And um, for next week's episode, it we will certainly talk a, a bit more about motherhood, but we're going to incorporate mm. a little bit more about the mental health aspect and things as well. Um, we have a wonderful guest speaker who's joining us, um, and her name is Adrian from the Tales of the Educated Debutante, and uh, she will be speaking about her life as a mother of uh, four children with her youngest actually having autism. And so I think in that episode, for all the moms who might also be thinking with regard to Mother's Day, uh, you know, the thoughts of like, oh, I'm always so hard on myself, or I have so mm. much mom guilt. And I just, I, I should do this, I should do that, or I didn't do that good enough, or I, you know, I said my kids would never be the kids that did X, Y, Z, but here they are doing the thing I said they never do, so that must mean I'm a terrible mother. That episode next week, that's the one that's for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I will say that was an incredible conversation. She is a just amazing human being and an incredible mom, and I do... I see that and I feel that as a mom with two children, there are, and also a daughter, right? There's so much complexity around Mother's Day and so much pressure that we put on ourselves. So um, definitely take the space and check back in next week for that episode, because I think you'll love it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, We do want to remind you that we are on YouTube. We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok all the places and you can find us on uh i know why you're laughing at me (laughs) (laughs) i know why she's laughing at me listen guys i have got this in case you're new to what the fox podcast i've got a real issue with talking about snapchat (laughs) (laughs) okay 90s kids she calls snapchat snapfish about every other time that she says it and it is the funniest thing to me uh so i laugh quite frequently. And I hope you got a giggle out of it too, because so many bad. of you listening are probably not sure what Snapfish is. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. Oh, and Snapfish still exists just for the record. Oh, <laughs> you oh, can bless. go to snapfish.com sorry, for snapfish. photos. It's not Snapchat. 
Oh my gosh. Anyway, we do have a Snapchat account too, but just go to Linktree and slash what the fox and you'll find all the things. So we appreciate you tuning in today and we look forward to seeing you next week. Absolutely. See you next Tuesday. And we all say everything is going to be just fine. It's going to fall into place. The sun is going to set on your terrible day.